Coming up on iPads in the Classroom, we're back to school part two. Hi, my name is Guy Trainin, and this is iPads in the Classroom from Tech Edge. And today we're in our part two of back to school free apps. And let's start with a great app that really helps you organize, and that one is called Dropbox. So I'll look for my Dropbox. And that's, I have so many apps that I constantly use the search function to find my apps in a, on my iPad. Uh, if you're very organized, that might help as well. It functions similarly to Google Drive with one big difference. On Google Drive, you can upload documents and then edit them. Inside Dropbox, it's really a storage place. And that allows you to transfer the files to somebody else and have corrections made. But you cannot actually use that app to make these changes. So you've got to have another piece of software that you edit in. But on the other hand, Dropbox is fantastic because it allows and connects to a lot of other apps. So if you have other apps that you want to save the information from or you want to save your settings, a lot of them will give you the options to connect to Dropbox and save all of those details. And again, what you do then is protect yourself even if something happens to your device you still have access to all of your information. And if you get a new device and you want to get all of your setting and all of your information back, you just relink it to your Dropbox and all the information is there. So the first app is Dropbox. The second app that I want to talk about, and I'm going to do that briefly, but I promised somebody I would, is SkyDrive. And SkyDrive is for Microsoft users. Uh, if you are a Windows user, you probably have everything linked already to SkyDrive if you have one of the new versions of uh, Microsoft at least. And as a result, you already have cloud storage. iPads, even though they're not Windows machines, do have a SkyDrive app and it allows you to have access to your files as well. So if I just find my SkyDrive, This is an, a, a presentation I have, and I have access to it. But you can also have access to files such as this one. And this is a graph that is attached to a, an Excel sheet. So you can view all of these files. But if you want to edit them, you will have to use another, uh, another app. So this one is called SkyDrive. It's very similar to the other uh, cloud services, but it is specific to Windows users. The next app, uh, the next group of apps I want to talk about, and this is a group of apps I've talked about before, are electronic books apps. And they, for the most part, work the same way. Uh, my two favorite ones are iBooks, because there are specific items that are available on iBooks only, so I use that one. But my personal favorite is the Kindle app, probably because I had a Kindle before I had iOS devices. And what it allows you to have is, again, to have a shelf full of books that you've either purchased or they're free books that you've downloaded. You can share those across machines. What I love about these apps is they remember where you are. So if you read a little bit on your phone, which I have 
uh, found myself doing more than once on your computer, on your Kindle device, if you have a such device, or on your iPad, it'll remember where you were and it'll jump you right to that spot. It allows you to do things like look at, create, uh, of course, you can create uh, notes, you can highlight, uh, or you can get dictionaries and find out definitions for the words you're looking at. So you can have really rich content even within that app. Um, right, this book I'm reading is uh, G's, uh, James Paul G's latest book, and this is one, uh, and James Paul G was just on campus um, the other week, so uh, I was interested in his book, but you can see I have a collection of books uh, across this, and some of them are on the cloud, and I download them only if I want them at that time. So you can store large numbers of books, and have them accessible on the device when you want them there. And again, even if the device gets damaged, because this is cloud storage, you can always recover all of your purchases so you have access to all of your books. Uh, the next app I want to talk about is called Study Blue. And I've talked about Study Blue before, but I think when you go back to school, these are one of the simple tools that can really help you. The reason I love Study Blue is it's simple yet very flexible. So this goes to a fairly low level of uh, understanding um, when you think about Bloom's taxonomy. But a way to enhance this is, of course, when you are creating those cards, then you're really doing some thinking about what's important, what's not important, what needs to be included and what not. And if you are a teacher, a way to use these cards is instead of giving them to your students, is giving a few to your students and then letting them create the rest of the cards so they're actually actively creating thinking again. What is important, what isn't important, and how will I use it? So you have a term. I can add a card and then Let's say the term, um, I don't know, computer. And definition, it'll be, this is not necessarily the best definition ever thought about computers, but device that computes. You can use premium features to add pictures and audio to your cards, but if you want just the basic cards, uh, Study Blue is free, and it allows you to create as many decks as you need uh, for your classes. Again, what I like about it is it's simple and accessible, so you can create this quickly and move on to the things that are important. The last app I'd like to talk about is dictionary.com. Often, as we go through school, we meet new words. Hopefully, we meet new words that we are not exactly sure of what they mean, or sometimes we don't have a clue what they mean. And one of the best apps to find out very quickly what words mean is dictionary.com. It is my personal favorite uh, dictionary app, and I've talked about it before, but I think it's worth uh, talking about it again. And what you can do is you write the word up top, and then you get multiple definitions, as many as there are, part of speech and all of that. You also get, and this is my favorite uh, part maybe, is the ability to listen to what the word sounds like. Tech. So that is an important component. You can of course start these words and also share them with others. So if you find new words that you think are worth sharing with others, you have a classroom and you want kids to share with each other 
uh, new words, that's another way to do it. And this is fairly new, as you can see the sequence of words that are available in the dictionary. So you can see related words, at least orthographically, and what are the neighbors of that word. So it allows you access to more information than even uh, before. Finally, there's an addition to the dictionary app that allows you actually to use a translator between two languages and that allows you again if you're speaking a foreign language and you want to learn more about English and you're not sure what the meaning is even though you have the definition in English that's one way the other way of course is if you are studying a foreign language that isn't English it allows you to use your English knowledge to get those new uh, words and terms correctly so we talked today about a few more free apps that are, or at least partially free apps, that are available for students coming back to school and for teachers. So we'll see you next time on iPads in the Classroom.